Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for the season of Advent for the ways that we are able to remember that this movement started by a baby born in a manger. This movement to help us to open our eyes to see the wonder in the world around us. To hear the glory that was proclaimed by the angels. Help that glory be proclaimed by us as we continue to share the message of Jesus with our community and with the world around us. So, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Let's go ahead and turn to our scripture for this morning. Our scripture is from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And we hear these words from the gospel of Luke. Nearby shepherds were living in the fields. They were guarding their sheep at night, and the Lord's angel stood before them, and the Lord's glory shone around them, and they were terrified. And the angel said, Don't be afraid. Look, I bring good news to you, wonderful, joyous news for all the people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a manger. And suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly forces were with the angels praising God. And they said, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what's happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they reported what they had been told about the child. Everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds told them. Many committed these things to memory and considered them carefully. And the shepherds returned home glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So last week our focus was on darkness and how the world was filled with darkness and this light came and the light was the Christ child. The light didn't come to to chip away at the darkness, but the light came to fill the darkness. And we talked about how that was our task. As followers of Jesus Christ, our task is to go out into the world and fill the darkness with Christ's light. So it's fitting that as we continue to talk about 
this story. As we continue to talk about the birth of the Christ child, we, we come back to a moment of darkness. We come back to a moment where these shepherds are, are out in the field doing, doing their, their normal work, doing their, their job. They're just out there tending to the sheep. And, and you may, be, may have been out in the countryside or out on the mountains where there's no lights around and you can see maybe shadows here or there, but you can tell and you can feel the darkness all around you. And I love how the gospel writer talks about how suddenly the angels came. Suddenly the angels appeared and, and they filled the darkness with light. The light from God, the light from Christ came and, and, and made itself known to the shepherds. And what that tells me and what that reminds me is that God comes to us in the midst of our darkness, in the midst of, of those times in our lives where we may feel uncertain, but also it tells us that just like the shepherds who, who were there doing their job, they were out doing what the task that they were paid to do, God came to them. And my friends, as we move through this busy holiday season, as we move through this time getting ready to prepare ourselves for Christmas, God comes to us. See, we don't need to go to a specific place to experience God's presence. God comes to us in the midst of where we are right here and right now. God's glory fills us, and God's glory gives us maybe a surprise wake-up call to let us see that what God calls us to do as his followers through the love and grace of Jesus Christ is to share that love with others, to share that glory, that glory that comes from our Creator, from our Savior, from the one who sustains us. And the important thing that we must do is that we must take time to remember who and whose we are. We must remember that God has chosen you, that God has never abandoned you, that you are desired, that you are redeemed, and that you are forgiven. So what did the shepherds do after they, they, they saw this magnificent display of, of glory? Well, they put it into action. They put it into action as that they listened. They took time to hear what the angels had to say. See, when we experience God's glory, we must then take time to listen to hear what God is calling us to do. And that, that takes place in many different ways. You know, the, the easiest way is that we listen through Scripture. When we take time to open up God's Word, it helps guide us and lead us so that we may then act out what God 
has called us to do. We listen to God through experience. And I tell you, this is the one that kind of bothers me, but I see it happen in my life all the time. That it's when I take time to reflect on the past or reflect on, on, on things that I have done that I see God saying, see, when you were going through that struggle, when you're going through that difficult time, I was there with you. When you were in doubt, I was there. When you were looking for direction and you moved, God was there with you. We also listen to God through the moving of God's Spirit. And that may be through you know, somebody that's speaking. It may be through a conversation that you had. It could be a song that's playing on the radio. Several years ago, uh, my mom had uh, a, a brain surgery up in Kansas. And, you know, we were really worried about the outcome for that surgery. And, and as we were, uh, she was recovering in the hospital, I had to go back and forth from Wichita, Kansas, where the hospital she was in, to our hometown of Hutchinson. And I was driving back and forth. And I just got this uh, new car that had a little plug where I can plug in my uh, little iPod Nano. And I, I plugged that in and started to drive. And there were like four songs in a row from the uh, Highway 96 going from Wichita to Hutchinson, where God kept telling me that it's all right. Everything is going to be fine. Now, it wasn't necessarily those songs that was doing it, but it was God moving through that music, letting me know that in the midst of this difficult time, in the midst where there was uncertainty, that God was there with me. But see, we have to be open. We have to be listening for God to, to share with us those things. You know, and we have to take time. We have to take time to listen to God. You know, it's funny to me, and again, as I've told you many times before, when I write messages or whenever I'm preaching, a lot of it comes back on me, and it makes me say, ouch, because I see things in my own life that I go, wow, I'm totally missing the mark on this. But maybe you'll understand, you know, we, we spend a lot of time planning out our own recreation, don't we? We spend a lot of time maybe flipping through our phones just doing mind-numbing exercises or, or posting what we think are funny memes on Facebook. And we spend our time and energy doing that. How often do we take time or schedule time to listen to God? How often do we uh, spend time doing all of these other activities, but we fail to take time to hear what God is calling us to do? You know, one of the things that Trace and I, we have done in the past, and, and again, this is one of those things falling back on me that I've uh, failed to do. We used to spend our evenings, the very last thing we do, talk about 
the wins that we have in our lives or those things that we've seen God moving. So I challenge you as, as a family, as you move through the rest of Advent, if you have a family with kids or if you're just a husband and wife or if you have a good friend that you can talk to, think about where have you seen God in action today? Where have you seen God move? And when you take time to reflect, when you take time to schedule those things, then you can see the glory of God that is in your life. The glory that, that continues to move because God loves you and God wants you to know that God is there. See, it's all about a response. See, when we hear God or when we take time to listen to, to the glory that God is around us, we must act. We must move. See, that's what the shepherds did. In our scripture, we hear that after the shepherds heard about the Christ child born in Bethlehem, they said, let us go and see what happened. And when the angels, when the shepherds did that, they just didn't meander their way to Bethlehem. No, the scripture says that they went quickly. They went in a hurry to get to where the Christ child was born. I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes when we hear God's message, we like to wait. We like to wait for confirmation. We like to say, well, let me, let me see if God really is calling me to reach out to a neighbor. There, there has to be something. There has to be something that, that, that triggers it. I got a phone call uh, last night, and I looked at the caller ID on my phone, and I was getting ready for, uh, for this morning and doing all my normal routine Saturday night stuff, and I saw the name on my phone, and I went, it wasn't any of you, so don't worry about it. But I, I looked at it and went, you know, I'll, I'll just deal with that later. I'll just, you know, if, if it's something important, maybe you've done this. If it's something important, they will call back or leave a voicemail. But the phone was sitting right beside me, and I kept looking at it. I kept looking at the name, and I realized I need to pick this up. You know, and, and it was a good thing that... I did because it was somebody in need. And it gave me the opportunity to pour love into them. And, and who knows what would have happened if I would have let it go to voicemail. Maybe they wouldn't have left a, a, a voicemail for me. Maybe I wouldn't have had the opportunity to let them know that they are valued and they are loved by God. See, part of our response, and I believe part of the response that we, that we do as followers of Jesus Christ is that we live out the words in 1 John 4, 11 that says, Beloved, if God loved us, we also ought to love one another. See, that is the response God calls us to do. To, to allow the love of God to enfold us, to, to wrap us up, so then we can then, in turn, love 
others. And, and, and once we are able to return that love, or once we celebrate all that God has with us, then we are just joyful. I, I love the, the songs that our praise team sang this morning. It was all about glory. It was all about joy because that is what the Christian life gives us. See, the shepherds returned home. They glorified and they praised God for all that they heard and seen and everything had been told. Everything happened just as they have been told and they weren't quiet about it. They were sharing the message of this baby born in a manger in a way that people knew that something, something happened in Bethlehem. So my challenge to you is that something has happened in your life and that something is the birth of the Christ child. Have you taken the opportunity to share it? And we give you plenty of ways that you can share Christ's love with others. They may seem mundane ways. It could be sharing one of our little fun little uh, posts that we have on uh, Facebook or on Instagram now. It could be taking one of our yard signs and just placing it in your yard so people know where they can come to experience the birth of the Christ child on Christmas Eve. It could be just taking the opportunity to stop and listen and allow the message of Jesus Christ to be a part of who you are so others may feel and hear that message. See, my friends, the message of the baby born in a manger isn't something to be kept inside of this room. The message of the baby born in Bethlehem is meant to be shared to as many people as we can because we know that God's glory calls us to be a part of that message. And God's glory calls us to live in the light. That the glory streams from heaven above are the glorious streams that we proclaim to others. Would you please pray with me? Oh God, we thank you for the opportunity to share just like the shepherds shared in Bethlehem. Just like the angels who, who came out of nowhere to write where the shepherds were to let them know that they are now a part of the story. Help us to see. Help us to remember that we are now a part of that story. And we are given that task to, to share that story with others, to share the love and the grace that passes all understanding. Help us to know that when we take the opportunity to listen, when we take the opportunity to go, and when we take the opportunity to share, we become closer to the one who loves us and cares for us, Jesus our Lord. So help us prepare as we move through the rest of this Christmas season. In the name of the one who loves us and cares for us, Jesus our Lord. 
Amen.